0: Hello. Hello. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode four and the title of today's podcast is Are You Hearing God? Now, if you haven't tuned in before, my name is Sunny Harry Tandra. I am a firm lover and believer of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as always, the intention behind my messages on this platform is to make Jesus known. And hey, if you're listening to this and you aren't a believer in Jesus, my prayer is that you would encounter his love because I've encountered love and I know how incredibly transformational it is and so I'd love for you to also encounter the same so today we're going to be speaking all about are you hearing god now the reason why I wanted to talk about this on episode 4 today is because I've been receiving a lot of questions from people on how do you discern god's voice between you know your own thoughts or even thoughts of evil how do you clearly tell between God's voice in your life and something else. And so I've got numerous requests uh, to, to record this episode. And after a little while of praying, God's finally allowed me to talk about it on the platform. And I know it's episode four, but I've been getting this even before I started this podcast. And I'm so excited to talk about it and share with you uh, my journey as to how I've been, I guess, over the years, being able to more clearly discern and hear God's voice uh, better, right? And so to do that today... I want to start off with Hebrews 5, chapter 5, verses 13 to 14, reading from the NIV, right? And it says this, right, in Hebrews chapter 5, it says, Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. And then in verse 14, it says, But solid food is for the mature who, by constant use, have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. So what I've started to learn over the years is that when God would speak to me, lots of signs would accompany his voice. And the reason why I say that is in my early years of hearing God's voice, I would say, okay, I had this thought, is that me? Or was that God? Or is it a thought of evil? So God, I want you to confirm that that was your voice, right? And so I'd surrender that and completely leave it up to God to confirm that to me. And what I started to learn was every time I would get a thought thinking, God, I'm not sure if that is you, if that's my own voice, God would confirm that through a sign, right? A sign can come through someone else. They could come and encourage you, confirming what you heard before or even through like a billboard or a sign on a car or someone's t-shirt or you see something at a cafe god would start to confirm signs that confirmation that i received through signs made me more familiar to god's voice because i would say oh okay so that thought i had that was not my own thought that was actually god speaking to me and i would recall and remember how i felt right i had a feeling of peace behind it i felt good about it i would remember the tangible experience and the way everyone experiences God's voice is different. So when you think that something is God and you ask him to confirm it to you through a sign, remember how you felt, the tangible feelings that you have, right? And so bit by bit, I would go, okay, so that was what it felt like. So going forward, when God would speak to me more and more about certain things or instructions or how he would commune with me, I would say, God, give me a sign. I would surrender it to God and I would allow him to confirm that to me. And so as this kept going bit by bit, I became more and more familiar with God's thoughts, his voice, and I started to realize that I needed less and less confirmation and signs as I kept walking with God because now I had become familiar with how, with how God would speak to me, his thoughts in my life, right? And one of the incredible things is that in Hebrews 5, we come back to Hebrews 5, verses 13 to 14, it says, right, Uh, in in verse 14 but solid food is for the mature who by constant use right so through practice and training myself to hear god's voice through confirmations and signs i needed less and less signs and now i was able to distinguish as verse 4 14 talks about i was able to distinguish between good and evil i was able to distinguish between god's voice And thoughts that were not my own, thoughts that that were evil. And also I was able to distinguish between God's voice and my, my voice. Because through constant use, through practice and training, that is how you partner with God to recognize his voice. God wants to be known and he's constantly speaking to his children. But because we live in a fallen world, we have to practice in order to be able to discern his voice from our own fleshly voice, as well as the voice of evil. And also, what I what I personally have recognized is that now as I guess I'm a little bit more mature than I previously was a few years ago is that when God would speak to me and I go, okay cool God I, I know that's your voice but if I haven't fully grasped the significance or urgency of his instructions to me, for example, what I've started to re- realize is that God would give get, try to grab my attention by sending me the most ironic attention, grabbing signs, right? So that I recognize, hey, this is an instruction that I need to act on now. There's an urgency. God wants to speak to you through signs. And that is what I love about the heart of God. And so because God wants to speak to us through signs, it is a biblical fact. And I want to illustrate this concept through Isaiah chapter 7 verses 7 to 11, right? Isaiah chapter 7, verses 7 to 11. And to give you a quick context about what this chapter is about, uh, King Ahaz, he is the king of Judah, right? God's people. And Judah is part of the Israelites. And there were two other kings um, who wanted to force King Ahaz to go and to create war against Assyria. But King Ahaz did not want to, right? And he said, no, sorry, I'm not going to do it. And the other two kings said, fine, we're going to wage war against Judah and we're going to come for you. And they started threatening him. And so King Ahaz here is getting quite afraid and he's like, what do I do? And then the Lord speaks to him through prophet Isaiah in chapter 7 and he says, don't be afraid, I'm with you, right? So I want to read Isaiah chapter 7 verses 7 to 11 and let's see what God says, right? He says this in verse 7, yet this is what the sovereign Lord says. So God is saying, it will not take place. It will not happen. God is saying, don't worry, this was not going to come against you. For the head of Aram is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is only resin. Within 65 years, Ephraim will be too shattered to be a people. The head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is only Remelia's son. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. And then again, and then in verse 10, God says, Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, Ask the Lord your God for a sign, whether in the deepest depths or in the highest height." I love that from this verse we can see that when God had released the word and he said, look, it's not going to touch you. It won't come anywhere near you. Ask me for a sign. I will give you confirmation. Because heads, he was getting afraid. He's like, really, really? I'm not kind of sure. Are you sure you're going this is going to be okay? God's saying, ask me for a sign and I will confirm it. In the highest heights or the deepest de- depths, God wants to speak to us through signs. And so when I learned this biblical concept and I said, God, was that really you? Was that your thought? Was that your voice? And I said, God, Okay. You told Ahaz to ask you for a sign. Similarly, I'm going to ask you for a sign. And that is what I started doing in my early years of walking with God. And God would always give me signs. It might not necessarily be when you want it, but God used to give me signs maybe months after whatever, through someone else, through whatever I saw. And I'd be like, wow, that thought was God. And that is how I started to become more familiar with it. And I love how God says, ask me for a sign in the highest heights or the deepest depths. God wants to use anything and everything because it's part of his creation to give you a sign, right? And when I'm talking about signs here, I want to dispel a misconception that you might be holding as I'm talking to you about signs. I'm not talking about signs and wonders as it's commonly referred to in scripture, right? There are signs that God will speak through to you that are exclusively without the wonderment aspect, right? So, all those, although these signs, are not technically categorized within the signs and wonder aspect. They carry the voice of God behind it to further confirm the conviction that you've heard God's voice, right? God can speak through anything, highest heights or deepest depths. He wants to speak through you too through creation that is a biblical fact, right? And to give you an example of this, uh, God had been speaking to me towards the end of 2023 about certain things that I could expect in 2024, and I knew that was God's voice, and I said, okay, God, great, right? But maybe I wasn't grasping the urgency and the significance behind it, and I was like, all right, God, let one January 2024 come and, you know, we'll start to see things move and I'll start taking action, and it's crazy how God speaks. God knows <laughs> that me and insects do not get along. They're definitely not my best friends. And so God speak, and it's crazy how God can also speak through threes. Numbers are another way of God speaking, another way that God um, grabs your attention. That's another confirmation, another sort of sign that God can speak through. But number three is quite significant to me. And so he sent me three crazy insects. In fact, he sent myself and my friend who, we you know, we're going through pretty much the same season, uh, three crazy big insects that grabbed my attention and oh, so gross. But the first one was a phasmid. It's uh, in the same family as grasshoppers, right? The biggest phasmid. It was green and gross. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then the second one, uh, he sent a praying mantis. I don't know if you love praying mantises. I certainly don't. They're spooky, man. The biggest eyes. And the third one was the biggest grasshopper. All three of these insects I saw in a span of 36 hours and they came out of nowhere and they were literally just huge and gross, right? And so I hate insects to be honest. And so definitely grabbed my attention and then God started speaking to me prophetically through these insects and I knew I had a sense of urgency and action to take uh, steps right and it was a clear confirmation of what God had been speaking to me about. God will make his signs so obvious to you but I also want to add a caveat to it. I've learned that over the years signs Uh, necessarily don't come to those who are fixated on signs and who go searching after it, right? In my walk, personally for me, what I've generally learned is that when God sends you a sign, generally they come unannounced and they will definitely be noticed. God will ensure that you notice them. They're insects. They definitely arrived unannounced. I am not a welcome, uh, I'm not a welcomer of insects. They were essentially showed up and I was like, my goodness, they will generally come unannounced and God will ensure that you notice them because he wants to give you a big confirmation. And another thing that you need to be careful about is that you don't go searching for signs, right? God wants to speak to you through signs, but if you go searching for signs and you you become fixated and you become so obsessed with it, what you might tend to do is you might Start to develop these preconceived ideas of what you think the signs are, and you might incorrectly misinterpret something else as a sign which God didn't even send, right? And you might incorrectly come into terms or come into agreement with something that wasn't even a sign from God, and you might misinterpret His message, which again leaves room for disappointment because God didn't even say that, and you had these expectations which didn't come to pass. So be very careful that when you ask God for a sign, which by the way, it is completely okay to do, as we have seen in chapter 7 of Isaiah, when you ask, Ask God for a sign, surrender it to him, completely give it to him and do not become fixated and go searching for it. Another thing about signs, when God chooses to speak through signs is we also need to be very careful that we don't become reliant on signs. Right. Because if we become reliant on signs to confirm God's voice, we face the risk of operating like Pharisees. And what I mean by that is in Matthew 12, 38 to 39, I want you to go have a read of that and you'll start to see that Pharisees needed a sign in order to believe God, in order to believe the word of God. We don't need signs in order to believe God. But signs are a confirmation in order to confirm the conviction that what you heard was God's voice. Be very careful, careful that you don't become dependent and reliant on signs. Signs are not God, but God can use signs in order to confirm what he is saying, right? So generally, when God gives you a sign, it's a confirmation of what He's already saying. It might have come through you, come to you through a prophetic word. God might have spoken to you uh, in your own prayer time, outside your prayer time. You have a peace about it, and when you're familiar with God's voice, signs are a beautiful thing that accompany His word to you. That is how you should treat, and um, heed, and take on signs. So again, my I guess my encouragement to you is. Um, that when you do ask for God God for a sign, don't go searching for it, but be prepared to recognize when God delivers those signs to you. So, Hey, if you're listening to this um, episode today and you're going, look, this has brought me a lot more clarity. I am so grateful to Jesus Christ. This has brought you a lot more clarity on how to hear God's voice and uh, maybe not on this episode, but there will certainly be a future episode where I will be unpacking uh, different levels of hearing God, right? So on today's episode, of giving you an introductory base on how to hear God, at, I guess, in lack of a better way to say it, the first level, right? When God speaks to us through our thoughts and how to discern his thoughts and his voice that way. But there are many people who are gifted with being able to audibly hear the voice of God, which is incredible. God also speaks to us, speaks to us through many ways, right? Visions, dreams, Holy Spirit impressions, and so on and so forth. And I definitely want to do an episode where I do cover um, cover that and I can, you know, how to interpret dreams and all that sort of stuff, which are beautiful. But I wanted to cover today the most introductory part of how to hear God's voice. Remember, we are, sh- we are God's sheep and his sheep know his voice. And one of the best ways and the one of the most most important parts to cover is hearing and discerning our own thoughts from God's thoughts because God speaks to us through our thoughts, right? That is one of the most introductory ways on how to hear God's voice. And so, hey, I pray this has blessed you. I pray this has brought clarity to you. I just want to pray over you today. uh, As we close up this episode, Father, I lift up each and every person on this podcast. Thank you, God, for clarity. Thank you, God, for your word that brings revelation and insight. I pray, God, that as we sit in our quiet place and as we spend time in your presence, that we become more and more clear with your voice, that by constant use and practice and training, that we become familiar with your voice, Father God. Send us signs to confirm your voice, but let us never be dependent on it. Let us never become make an idol of signs, but we are forever committed and surrendered to you, Lord Jesus. And so I pray, Father, that you bless every person on this platform, uh, multiply them, God, and help them hear your voice like never before and give them a confirmation and clarity of your voice like never before. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast today. I pray you have an incredible week and we'll see you here for the next episode. God bless you.